What can an old story tell us about the opportunities that are right in front of us? We're going to talk about that on this episode of Real Estate Revenue. Welcome to this episode of Real Estate Revenue. I'm your host, Paul Airy, and in this episode, I'm going to tell you an old story that I heard from Earl Nightingale. Earl Nightingale uh, has been gone for a long time. I believe he died in 1989, but he's like the, the father of personal development, or at least one of them, one of the early pioneers of the personal development industry. And he would put out recordings, cassette recordings, some of, them, some of them old enough they were on vinyl. And then I suppose eventually CD. I'm sure he can get his things on CD. You can find them on YouTube. Uh, you can find them on Audible. So this story uh, has to do with opportunities that are right in front of you. And it relates to real estate, believe it or not. So this story is about an African farmer. It's called Acres of Diamonds. So this African farmer, uh, he'd heard about all the diamond mines being discovered or all the diamond deposits being discovered in Africa throughout, throughout the continent. And he decided he wanted part of that. He was tired of being a farmer, tired of working so hard every day. So he sold his farm and went off on his little adventure around Africa looking for diamonds. He became a prospector. So after years and years of looking for diamond deposits, coming up empty, he finally got frustrated and uh, upset and just finally was done with it. Uh, Threw himself in a river and drowned. That's a little extreme, but that's how the story goes. So then back on his farm that he had sold many years earlier, uh, the person that bought that from him was out one day uh, on his land next to a stream that runs through the property. And he looked down and saw something shiny and flashing, something flashing in the water. He reached into the water and picked it up, and it was a huge stone. It was a crystal. He cleaned it off and stuck it on his mantle. He thought it was really pretty, so he left it on his mantle over his fireplace. And one night, several weeks later, he had a friend come over, and they had dinner and were talking, and the friend saw that stone sitting on his mantle, and he went over and picked it up and looked at it and he looked to the farmer and said uh do you where did you get this do you know what this is and the farmer said yeah i got that in in my stream out here he said it's just a some crystal it looked kind of nice so i put it up here and he said my stream is full of these things uh they're all over the place out there and the guy looked at him and he said this is uh this is a diamond. This is one of the biggest diamonds I've ever seen. 
Turns out that farm that that farmer had sold to him years earlier because he wanted to go prospect for diamonds turned out to be one of the richest diamond mines in the world. And it was right there under his feet all that time. But he couldn't see it. He was busy looking off somewhere else for the opportunity. Now, how does this relate to real estate? Well, next time you get in your car and you drive across town, look around. Look around at all the commercial properties. Look around at the hotels, restaurants. Look at the retail centers, the places you go to shop, the places where the grocery store would be and, and uh, department stores like JCPenney and places like that. Look at all of these stores, uh, Best Buy, and the smaller ones, the, the little mom-and-pop stores and the small, even the small chain clothing stores. Look at the office buildings, the place where you go to work, actually. Uh, unless you work for a city or a school or something, um, and apartment complexes, look at those. These are all properties that are owned by investors. Chances are these warehouses, these hotels, these, these uh, office buildings, they're owned by an investor somewhere. Most of them are owned by investors. Believe it or not, even stores like Walmart and Lowe's and Home Depot, even those big box stores like that, frequently lease the buildings that they are in. Sometimes they own those, but very frequently they lease those buildings. I actually know somebody who owns a Lowe's home improvement store property. He doesn't own the business. He just owns the property and leases it to them. These are opportunities that are all around you. You don't have to go very far to find them. You have to know how to look for them. You have to know what to look for and what to do with it when you find the opportunity. But you don't have to go very far to look. They're right in front of you. They're right down the street. They're in your town, every town. Now, granted, some of you are going to live in tiny little towns and some of the real estate there, if you live in a town of two or 300 people, you might not want to invest in that town, but you get my point. This stuff is all around us. It's like the diamonds in that guy's stream. Every one of these properties is a diamond. Some of those diamonds will bring you more money than others. Some of them, some of these diamonds need a lot more work to make them presentable, to make them generate money. Some of, some of them need no work. But they are there and you can buy those.
And then, of course, the big question is, how do you buy those? How do you how do you find these properties that are for sale? How do you know they're for sale? Some of them aren't for sale. Some of those properties aren't for sale until you go ask the owner if he wants to sell it. I recently read a post in LinkedIn, and a guy had bought a storage facility, and uh, I. For all I know, he might be listening to this podcast. And uh, he had checked with the owner of that. It wasn't for sale, but he found out who owned it. He called the owner, asked him if he wanted to sell to sell that property. And the guy said no, turned him down. Other people had called. He said no, no, no. And then one day, uh, quite a while later, he just had a feeling he just had this gut feeling he should call the guy and ask again. And it turns out the guy was, I think he was out of state somewhere, and he did, he was tired of messing with it. And this time when the guy asked him if he wanted to sell it, he said yes, and he made a deal with him, and he bought the property. And uh, I responded to his post, and I said, timing is a deal maker, and it is. You never know when you're going to call up an owner and they're going to say, yes, I'm ready to sell. Sometimes that's all it takes. Just make the phone call at the right time and be the right nice guy that the guy is willing to sell to. Now, that sounds easy. and You know what? Sometimes it is. Sometimes the best deals are the easiest deals. Sometimes the biggest deals are the easiest deals. One thing I noticed when I got into to commercial real estate was a $100,000 deal and a $10 million deal. The only difference in those two deals was zeros on the end of the number. The paperwork is the same. The due diligence is the same. The, all the process you go through is the same. And in fact, in a lot of cases, the deal with the, the highest price tag can turn out to be the easiest. That's happened to me over and over as a broker, and it can happen to you over and over as an investor. Sometimes those big deals like that can be the easiest deal. So this is kind of a short episode this time. That's about it for this episode. Uh, Just wanted to relay that little story to you, uh, and hopefully you got something out of that. Hopefully it gets you to start looking around you. Every time you go out now in your car, I hope you're going to look around. I hope you remember that story and start looking around and seeing what's out there. There are a lot of things out there that you can buy. uh, A lot of things that will generate you a lot of income, give you a high income retirement. And uh, a lot of things that you're going to enjoy owning. So that's it for this episode. And I will be back with another one pretty quick.